Welcome back to In the Huddle for another episode. I'm Gavin. I'm Mallory. Let's get started. To get things started, we're going to go into trivia, like always. And I'll start off with an, with an easy question. Which hockey team's logo consists of a winged letter P with an orange circle in the middle? Damn, that really was an easy question. Philadelphia Flyers. Correct. All right, for your easy question... Uh, Michael Jordan famously played two sports, like professional sports. One was basketball. What was the other? Who? Michael Jordan played two sports in his career professionally: basketball and. Um. This is so easy. I don't really know this, but I'm gonna guess baseball. Yeah, it was baseball. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you should know that. All right. But that is correct. All right. Give me my next question. All right. Your next question is: How many double stitches are there on a baseball? Like, how many stitches? How many stitches total? On a baseball. Oh. Well, if you look at a baseball, because well, it's all just one. Um, I don't know. It's got to be like 200. Lower. Lower 100? Higher. 150. Lower. 130. Lower. 120. Lower. 115. Lower. 110. Lower. Oh, I got 105. Higher. 106. Higher. 108. 108, really? Yeah. That was mad specific. <laughs> All right, for your next question. Uh, what was the tallest NBA player to have ever played? Or how tall was he? Not him. Oh, how tall? How tall was the tallest NBA player? I think he was like 7'2". A little higher? 7'4". Higher? 7'6". Higher? 7'9". Lower? 7'8". Lower? 7'6". You said no higher? Seven seven. Yeah, seven seven. The only thing you didn't name. Yeah, he was seven seven. Wow. Alright, what's my next question? Your next question is Uh during which hockey team's playoff season do fans throw dead octopuses onto the rink before home games? Whoa, hold on, hold on. What was the question? Repeat that. During which hockey team's playoff season do fans throw dead octopuses onto the r- rink before hockey games? The answer is a team? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go with... I actually never heard of this. I'm going to go with the obvious answer, the Kraken. Uh, no. Really? Because that's like squid, so I was thinking... Who is it then? The Detroit Red Wings. Really? Mm-hmm. I should not know that. Fun fact. All right, for your next question... On baseball scorecards, the pitcher is referred to as one, the catcher is referred to as two, so what's the shortstop? So six? Yes, that's the correct answer. Oh yeah. That was a good that was a good one. How right. do you do the math? Alright, what's my hard question? Your hard question is why were the Olympic Games cancelled in nineteen sixteen? 1916? I have no idea. Think what's going on in the world in 1916. Was it like a world war going on? Yes. I did a social studies project on that. I didn't know it got canceled, though. Yeah. Damn. The 1916 Olympics got canceled because of World War One. World War One. Yep. Damn. I, I knew they were going on at the same time, but I didn't know that it was like canceled. Yeah. All right. For your hard question... This one's kind of, this one's pretty hard. I don't know if you'll get it, but the first ever $1 million, $1 million hockey contract was signed by Bobby Orr of the Boston Bruins during what year? 
the first ever, I mean, contracts now for, like, all sports are, like, way higher. Like, Mahomes is making, like, $40 million a year. So, mm-hmm. what was the first $1 million contract? For 2002. Hockey? Whoa, way, way lower than that. You think that soon? Yeah. Way lower. Wait, so, like, in the 1900s? Yes, way lower. 1986. Lower. 76. Lower. 59. Higher. 67. Very close. Off by four. So it must be 62? Nope. Not, what? 70? No. Come on, bro. Wait. Do the math. Yeah. You said, I said 1967? Yeah. So four more years. Oh, 1971? Yeah. 1971 uh. was the first $1 million hockey contract signed by Bobby Orr of the Boston Bruins. All right, and that'll wrap it up for our trivia questions of this episode. Now we're going to go over some NBA scores from this previous week. So going back to Monday, uh, February 27th, Celtics played the Knicks. The Celtics were favored here by two and a half, and it basically was the exact opposite. I mean, this was just an insane game because the Celtics only had 15 points in the first quarter. Yeah, it's definitely a slow start for the Celtics. Didn't finish well either, only put up 19 in the fourth. So it didn't start well, didn't end well for the Celtics, and they lose to the Knicks 94-109. to Headed to the Tuesday game, we will talk about the Pacers-Mavericks game. Pacers won this one 124-122 to in a very, very close game. And this was... Pretty much a huge upset. Dallas was favored by nine and a half in this one, and it was in Dallas. But overall, the Pacers pretty much just dominated the second quarter. They were outscored by the Mavericks in every quarter but the second, but they outscored the Mavericks by 12 in the second quarter and ultimately get the win despite Luka Doncic dropping 39. Yeah. All right. For the Wednesday game... We will do the Nets versus Knicks in a somewhat New York rivalry, even though it's the Brooklyn Nets. And this was a very, very, very huge win for the Knicks. Yeah. Um, so was this, I thought that this game was close during the second half. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then they just blew them out of the water. Yeah, well. Well, yeah. not really. Kind of. Kind of. Knicks had a pretty good lead at halftime. Yeah. And that was pretty close throughout the second half of the game. I read it wrong. Yeah, basically what he said, but switched around. They started off really well, slowed down throughout the third and fourth, but ultimately get the huge win. They were only favored by seven and a half, and it was 118 to 142. Yeah. All right, going to Thursday's game, March 2nd. We'll talk about the Clippers-Warriors game. This was a really, really close game up until the third quarter. And then in the third quarter, the Warriors outscore the Clippers 42-16 to and get the win 115-91. to I mean, this is just a really bad game for the Clippers. Mm-hmm. They didn't get over 30 points in any quarter. Yeah, this was a low-scoring game for the Clippers. Really couldn't get anything going offensively. Kawhi Leonard only had 21 
and he his shooting percentage wasn't awful. He was eight for twelve on field goals, but ultimately just really didn't get any shots. Yeah. And Jordan Poole had 34 points. Yeah, he had a huge game, especially in that third quarter. Yeah. Going to Friday's game, uh, there was a couple games that were really close, but we'll talk about the Nets-Celtics. The Nets pulled off the largest comeback of the season so far. They were down 28 in the second quarter, and then come back pretty much, it was around the seven-minute mark in the second quarter. The Nets started to build their way back mm-hmm. and ultimately get the win, one fifteen to one hundred five, even though they were down twenty eight at one point and they were playing at Boston. Yeah, and the Nets did not start off the game that well. They yes. were the Celtics pretty much doubled their score in the first quarter, yeah. which was not good. Yeah, they started off poorly, gave up a lot of points, didn't put up a lot of points, but Mikel Bridges dropped thirty eight. And that comeback from down 28 started around the seven-minute mark in the second. And from that point on, it was all nets. Yeah. And going from the last game we're going to talk about for the week was the 76ers against the Bucks. This was a very, very close game. The yeah. 76ers won 133-130. to 130. This was an all-around close game. Milwaukee was favored by four and a half points here, but couldn't get the dub. Lost by three. Giannis had 34, which was pretty good, but not good enough to keep up with James Harden, who dropped 38. Yeah, going into the second, the Bucks were up by six. Mm-hmm. Or at, at halftime. At, at halftime. At halftime, they're up by six. And then they had a very good third quarter, outscored the 76ers 32-40. to 40. But then at the end, the fourth quarter was all 76ers, all James Harden, 48-31 to 31 in the fourth, and they won by three. Yeah. And that'll wrap up the NBA scores from the week. We are also going to talk about some NBA games today. Uh, well, there's one really good game on going on right now. So by the time you see this episode, this game will probably be over. But the Suns-Mavericks, and this is just a unbelievable game to watch. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, Kyrie and KD were like good, really good teammates, at least from what most people thought, in Brooklyn. and now. Kyrie went to Dallas, KD went to Phoenix, and over the last couple years, the Mavericks and Suns have started to get a little rivalry going in the playoffs and stuff, so there is a little bit of a rivalry there, and on top of that, now KD and Kyrie playing against each other, Yeah, this is an unbelievable game, currently at the time we're filming this, it's the second quarter with five minutes left, and the Suns are up 50-49, to it is a very close game. It's now 52-50. to 52 to 50, got it. It's just been neck and neck this whole game. We've been watching. Mm-hmm. This is just back and forth. Yeah, and a pretty hot start for Kevin Durant. He has it's 16. Now. He has 16 points already. Uh, Kyrie only has seven points, but Tim Hardaway Jr. on the bench for the Mavericks already has 15, and is the second leading scorer in this game. Okay. So this is a great game. Yeah, you think this game might go into overtime? I think I think it could. I I feel like it might be decided. I think Suns are gonna win it. Yeah, definitely gonna be a fourth I quarter think, game. I think Durant is gonna have a big fourth, mm-hmm. and I think they're gonna get the win. But I I could see this game going to OT. Yeah. And then the other game, we won't talk too much about this. It should be a pretty good game. But yeah. the Warriors Lakers, Steph Curry set to make his return after being injured. Golden State's favored by four and a half. 
It should be a close game. Lakers trying to make a late playoff push. Yeah. I believe they're the 11 seed right now. I feel like the um, Lakers are going to come out trying to come out firing, but they're mm-hmm. going to get shut down. Yeah, I think Steph Curry, as long as he's hopefully he has a big day in his return after being injured. But I think I think it will be a close game. This game's at 3.30. But Lakers are trying to make that late playoff push. But I don't know if they're yeah. going to cut it. At least trying to get the play-in. They're, yeah. they're in 11th right now. And the next game is the Celtics and the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You think that this is going to be a result of what happened on Monday? I think it could be. I, I think this is going to be a close game, though. It will. I think I think the Celtics are gonna get the win here. Celtics are favored. They're favored by five and a half. The over under is two hundred twenty six point five. Uh, right now I th- I think I think Boston has this. I think they're coming off a tough, tough loss for the Nets. Be- yeah. Being up twenty eight and then letting them win, that's really tough. And the Knicks are also coming off a huge win against the Heat. Yeah. Where Julius Randle hit that buzzer beater. Oh yeah. So I think. And yeah, and they had a huge win against the Nets previously. So I think. Do you think Jason Tatum's gonna have a good game? Jason, uh, yeah, Jason Tatum should have a his normal type of game. Yeah. His normal type of really good game. I, I Nets Knicks have won five, the their previous five games, including some blowouts, including some buzzer beaters. So I, I think Celtics will get their redemption here. Yeah. I think Celtics are, are going to take this win here. They are at home again. So I say despite the Knicks with all the momentum, the Celtics are going to get the win here. What do you got? Um, I'm going to think that this is going to be a little bit on the high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. I just be like 125 to 129. 125. Celtics I, I like winning it. I like that score. Celtics winning? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think the Celtics are going to get some redemption in this game. Because mm-hmm. they're the two seed right now, trying to get that one seed with the Bucks. So I definitely think Celtics are going to come out with a lot of um, confidence and just a lot of fire trying to get that yeah. one seed. Trying to get the redemption. Mm-hmm. We are also going to talk about some NBA games today. Uh, well, there's one really good game on going on right now. So by the time you see this episode, this game will probably be over. But the Suns Mavericks, and this is just a unbelievable game to watch. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, Kyrie and KD were like good, really good teammates, at least from what most people thought, in Brooklyn. And now Kyrie went to Dallas, KD went to Phoenix. And over the last couple of years, the Mavericks and Suns have started to get a little rivalry going in the playoffs and stuff. So there is a little bit of a rivalry there. And on top of that, now KD and Kyrie playing against each other. Yeah. This is an unbelievable game. Currently, at the time we're filming this, it's the second quarter with five minutes left, and the Suns are up 50-49. to 49. It is a very close game. It's now 52-50. to 52-50, got it. It's just been neck and neck this whole game. We've been watching. Mm-hmm. This is just back and forth. Yeah, and a pretty hot start for Kevin Durant. He has 16, now. He has 16 points already. Uh, Kyrie only has seven points, but Tim Hardaway Jr. on the bench for the Mavericks already has 15 and is the second leading scorer in this game. So this is a great game. Yeah. You think this game might go into overtime? I think, I think it could. I, I feel like it might be decided. I think Suns are going to win it. Yeah, definitely going to be a fourth I quarter think, game. I think Durant is going to have a big fourth mm-hmm. and I think they're going to get the win, but I, I could see this game going to OT. Yeah. 
And then the other game, we won't talk too much about this. It should be a pretty good game, but yeah. the Warriors-Lakers, Steph Curry set to make his return after being injured. Golden State's favored by four and a half. It should be a close game. Lakers trying to make a late playoff push. Yeah. I believe they're the 11 seed right now. I feel like the um, Lakers are going to come out trying to come out firing, but they're mm-hmm. going to get shut down. Yeah, I think Steph Curry, as long as he's hopefully he has a big day in his return after being injured. But I think I think it will be a close game. This game's at 3.30. But Lakers are trying to make that late playoff push. But I don't know if they're yeah. going to cut it. At least trying to get the play in. They're, yeah. they're in 11th right now. And the next game is the Celtics and the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You think that this is going to be a result of what happened on Monday? I think it could be. I, I think this is going to be a close game, though. It will. I think I think the Celtics are gonna get the win here. Celtics are favored. They're favored by five and a half. The over under is two hundred twenty six point five. Uh, right now I th- I think I think Boston has this. I think they're coming off a tough, tough loss for the Nets. Be- yeah. Being up twenty eight and then letting them win, that's really tough. And the Knicks are also coming off a huge win against the Heat. Yeah. Where Julius Randle hit that buzzer beater. Oh yeah. So I think. And yeah, and they had a huge win against the Nets previously. So I think. Do you think Jason Tatum's gonna have a good game? Jason, uh, yeah, Jason Tatum should have a his normal type of game. Yeah. His normal type of really good game. I, I Nets Knicks have won five, the their previous five games, including some blowouts, including some buzzer beaters. So I, I think Celtics will get their redemption here. Yeah. I think Celtics are, are going to take this win here. They are at home again. So I say despite the Knicks with all the momentum, the Celtics are going to get the win here. What do you got? Um, I'm going to think that this is going to be a little bit on the high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree. I just be like 125 to 129. 125. Celtics I, I like winning it. I like that score. Celtics winning? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think the Celtics are going to get some redemption in this game. Because mm-hmm. they're the two seed right now, trying to get that one seed with the Bucks. So I definitely think Celtics are going to come out with a lot of um, confidence and just a lot of fire trying to get that yeah. one seed. Trying to get the redemption. Mm-hmm. Next up, we're going to go into a little bit of some March Madness predictions. We're not going to share our brackets yet. We'll do that in an upcoming episode. But we're going to share one team that we think has a really good chance to win it all, and one team we think is going to get upset real early in the bracket. Yep. I'll go first with the team that I think is going to get upset. A lot of people think Purdue is going to get upset early. I actually think yeah. Purdue is going to go far. I actually have Arizona, the eight-seed Arizona. Their overall record is 25-6, and six, but they just lost to UCLA last yeah. night. UCLA is good, but they did just lose last night. I don't know. I think Arizona's kind of frauds. They lost last year pretty early when they were ranked the one seed. Yeah. I think they're going to get upset early in this bracket. Um, Who do you think for the upset? Upset? You might be a little mad at me, but I'm going to go with Baylor on this. Baylor? All right, all right. They, they did get upset first round last year with St. Peter's, I think it was. I think it was that game. No, I don't think that was Baylor. I thought it was. I don't think so. I don't know, but no, it definitely wasn't. Bailey. Yeah, I they just they don't look good right now. They're they're ranked seven, but I I think 
I think it's very possible they could get upset early. I don't think they will, though. I think yeah. it's going to be Arizona. All right. And for a team that I think very well could win it all is, I'm going to just go with the obvious here, Houston. I think Kansas as well has a good chance. Houston mm-hmm. is in a very close matchup currently. Obviously, it will be over when you see this. But they're in a very close matchup with Memphis right now. Two minutes left, 60-63. to 63. Houston up top. But, yeah, I think Houston has a very good shot to win it all. Yeah. You agree with that, or you got a different team? Um, I think uh, Houston is also going to mm-hmm. because they, they, they're just doing really well. And they only have two losses, yeah, which they're is having, amazing. They're a really, really good season. They are. I think Kansas is also going to go far. Really? Yeah. Uh, kind of going to Kansas a little bit. I think one underdog in the tournament is Texas. They're ranked nine. They're twenty three and eight. I think Texas is going to go far. That's really? my that's my underdog. They beat Kansas last night. Kansas the three. They beat Kansas last night in a very, very good game. I can check the score. Score was fifty nine to seventy five. Like they crushed Kansas, and Kansas is three. So I think one big underdog is Texas. I think Texas is going to go very far. Who's your underdog? I think Tennessee at the thirteenth at the twelve seed. Yeah, I could, I definitely could see Tennessee going far. Cause they're just they're they're looking pretty good right now. Yeah, they had a pretty good tournament last year. They did. I could, I could definitely see Tennessee going far. I don't think that they're gonna make it to to final four. Nah, I think they're gonna. I don't think they'll make final four, but I could see them going far. Me too. All right, and that'll wrap it up for our early March Madness predictions. Next up, we're going to be sharing our In the Huddles best player at each position in the NBA. So basically our best starting five. Starting off with point guard, this was really close between three players for us. Mm -hmm. Between Curry, Doncic, and John Morant. But we're going to go with John Morant for best point guard in the league right now. He's just very hot right now. Mm -hmm. Even though Steph Curry is injured, it's just... Well, it's pretty much because he's injured, because he's just not getting that much playing time. Well, since he's injured, yeah. Uh, yeah, since he's injured. And I think, overall, I think John Morant, I mean, obviously Curry is better shooter, but John Morant's finishing, his dunking, his overall. Yeah. He's good passes, too. So we're going to go with John Morant for best point guard in the league. Next, shooting guard. This was close, but we're going to go with Donovan Mitchell. And this is all based on, like, Right now, like, who's the hottest right mm-hmm. now? Donovan Mitchell had a 71-point performance earlier in the season. He's averaging 27.4 points per game, which is 10th in the league. So, overall, we'll go with Donovan Mitchell, who is just an all-around great shooting guard. And, yeah, and he's just, like, pretty much a living highlight reel, if you think about it. Yeah. Always making great plays. So, that is our best shooting guard in the league currently. Hopefully, he can make us go viral again. Exactly. Our next position is a small forward. And this was pretty close, but we're going to go with Jason Tatum. Obviously, you have LeBron. But I think, like, LeBron's obviously, like, top three player of all time. But, like, when you're really thinking about, like, currently, Mm -hmm. I would definitely go with Jason Tatum, who's averaging 30.2 points per game. Uh, His three-point percentage is just great right now so i definitely have jason tatum as our best small forward in the league right now great pick 
And going to power forward, I don't think this should be much of a debate, who I personally think is the best player in the NBA, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Giannis is averaging 31.3 points per game, probably the best player in the NBA right now, all around just like, just amazing player. I mean, the only thing that he doesn't like pretty much rack up is the assists, but like rebounds, he's averaging 12 per game. So overall, he's just having an amazing season once again. Yeah. So definitely Giannis as best, um, best power forward. That would be a great Olympic team. Oh, yeah. Next, center for the last position in our best five. This is really close between two players, Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. But we're going to go with the Joker, hmm. who's averaging 11.8 rebounds per game. And Joel Embiid is averaging more points at 33, but the Joker, I think, is an overall just better player. Yeah. So we'll go. Our starting five in the NBA, best starting five, is John Morant at point guard. Who did we say? We said Donovan Mitchell at shooting guard, Jason Tatum at small forward, Giannis at power forward, and Joker at center. Breaking news in the NFL. Tony Pollard and Daniel Jones have been franchise tagged. This is pretty big news for the NFL. Each team gets one franchise tag per season. Cowboys are using it on Tony Pollard, and Giants are using it on Daniel Jones. And this is if they can't come to a long-term deal by Tuesday, which is the deadline for the NFL. Time to break the huddle. I'm Gavin. I'm Mally. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Break.